Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. We are here with Blake Evans of National Property Inspections. So, Blake, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Yeah, first I just want to thank you guys for bringing me on here. I really appreciate it. We'll see if you really are going to be appreciative afterwards. <laughs> you say that now. Um, just a little background. Uh, I'm an Army veteran. I joined right out of high school, served two tours to Afghanistan. And then I have some background in heating and cooling and roofing. And I've, I worked at GM for the last eight years before I started inspecting full time. Now, I knew you were a veteran. I didn't know you had two tours in Afghanistan. Yeah. You're yeah, pretty I was 18 and 20. Wow. I turned 21 over there. Well, I mean this genuinely. Thank you for your service. Yeah, well, thank Absolutely. You. Thank you so much. Keep going. Tell us more. <laughs> We're interested. Um, about myself. Yes. I've got two daughters. They'll be five and three in April and March. What are their March names? Kimber and Remington. Kimber and Remington. That's, you call her Remy? Neat. Yeah, we call yeah. her Remy. Those are neat yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, you relate. You have children that age. I do have children that age. I've got three of them. I know. Don't, don't get outnumbered. Um, no. Well, we already are. Or I already am. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. Me and the dog. He's that's a boy. True. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant like like numbers. Like right now you've got two, right? So you can take one. Wife can take one. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're good. Man-to-man defense. Yeah. Right now yeah. I've got three, and it's it's tough. No. I'm, I think... If it's up to me, I think we're good with two. It wasn't my choice. <laughs> but you're happy now. Oh, I'm thrilled. You are so happy. <laughs> All right, sorry. Keep going. Oh, no, you're fine. I don't really know. Well, how long have you been in business, Blake? Uh, so this is technically our first year still. We just started in, what, July of 2020. So you um, say we. How many people are in your company? Uh, so it's just me and my wife. It's a national franchise, but it's me and my wife that have Allen County and all the surrounding areas. So your wife gets in the crawl spaces? No, she handles like behind the books. Oh, okay. Behind the scenes. <laughs> behind on, the doors. The, how do you get in there? That looks pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Passing the buck. Hey, honey, I don't want to get on the roof today. It's your turn. Right. So, so you are doing all the home inspections, the physical home inspections, and she's doing the book work and the things that go behind the scenes. Yep. Okay. Since July, Blake, how many homes do you think you've inspected? Um, we're approaching 100 homes. Good for Thanks. you. Wow. Kicking butt. Yeah. We're taking trying. names. We're trying to get out there. He learned that over in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, sure he did. That and other things. Okay, so let's just kind of go down the gambit here. Blake, what we're trying to do is we're trying to walk people through the process of buying a home. Or okay. selling. Or it could be well, selling. Well, I know, but right now it's been buying. Selling's probably the next thing. We've been doing a buying process. Yes, but, and we'll get into this with Blake, but sometimes people do a pre-inspection before they list. So we'll talk about that too. Okay, so... <laughs> I so always have kind to have go- the last word. <laughs> <laughs> so we're kind of going through that process, right? Right. So basic question is why get a home inspection 
That way the buyer has no like surprises. If you were to buy a house and not know if there's any issues and then later on they're gonna see it and not be happy about it. I recommend a home inspection to save you money in the long run is what it would do. I know you know paying that money up front seems sometimes pointless, but it will save you money in the long run. I mean, I, I know being in the business for what, 60 years now? How long you've been doing real estate? When dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth, <laughs> I'm sure you pants. I'm sure you have a plethora of stories of how an inspection has saved your buyer. I have a bunch myself. Oh, absolutely. What I tell people when I'm, you know, we're going to get ready to purchase a house, I'll say to them, you know, you want to have a home inspection, and they'll say, why? And it's it's a type of insurance program, if you will, because now correct me if I'm wrong, Blake, but it's not that you are licensed to do heating and air or electrical or something, but you've taken a test, a state test, you've learned aspects of the inspection, and you're gonna give a general overall inspection. You're gonna look at the roof, you're gonna look at the electrical, those types of things. So it's just kind of a protection, if you will, to see if there's any major items. And that's the key word in Indiana, is major defects. You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit too, but. What, what's your take on that, Blake? Yeah, you know, the cosmetic stuff, that's going to be there, especially if you're buying a home that's been lived in for 10, 15 years. Like, there's going to be cosmetic things. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, like, major defects uh, with, like, the roofing, the plumbing, the actual structure, and heating and cooling, the windows. Um, I'm not looking for cosmetic defects. The, those are mainly considered kind of DIY homeownership-type projects. You're looking for the big-ticket items. Yeah, you know, the high-dollar items. Yeah. And that's what a major defect is in the state of Indiana. It is something that makes your house inhabitable to live in. So if there's damage to the roof or a bad window or something like that. But correct me if I'm wrong, Blake. Let's say you see something with the furnace. You're going to still recommend them to get a heating and air person out there. Is that not correct? Because you are a general inspector, not just in regards to one particular or several different things like that yeah correct that would be you know i would recommend further evaluation by like a licensed hvac contractor if there was something wrong with the furnace okay so how long does an inspection last typically so obviously depends on square footage and size of the home if there's detached garages stuff like that but typically around three hours and then at the end of that three hours i like to accommodate the buyer and have them come to a walkthrough and if they can't come to the walkthrough, I've done videos, like I've walked through a video and sent it to the buyer or I FaceTime with them. Three hours is the answer That's typically okay. on square footage, but then I like the walkthrough. Sure. It's really important because you can differentiate between this is a major defect or this is something once you buy the home, you can kind of do this on your own here. Three-hour tour, the three-hour <laughs> tour, Gilligan's three Island. Walkthrough is typically about thirty minutes. I like how you <laughs> named it. <laughs> well, some people don't know it if you know your age and under. That's true. Do you want to ask a question? Yeah, you've been hogging it all day. You said like with Amber, I was hogging. Move over, buddy. I've got a question for you, Blake. Yeah. I know you said by square footage. Is your price determined by how much per square footage, or do you just do like it's a certain dollar up to fifteen hundred? It's a certain dollar up over that, and is that how you look at it? Yeah, it's a certain dollar amount up to like twenty five hundred square feet, basically, and then every five hundred square feet on top of that, it goes up. You know, twenty five dollars basically is our pricing. 
Are you a one-stop shop that you could look at water or can you do radon testing and things like that as well? Or do you have to get another company involved with that? So we have a third-party company that does some of that stuff for us. But yeah, you can call us. And if you want anything extra done, such as radon, we handle that all for you. You don't have to go make, you know, six phone calls. You call us and we get it scheduled for you. Okay, my question to you is, is it necessary or what is your opinion of having an inspection with New Home Construction? Okay, so I have a perfect example. I inspected a home. It was just a couple weeks ago. And... I found loose shingles up on the roof and it was a brand new home just finished like the swear the paint had just dried and I was able to find loose shingles I feel like a lot of times these bigger crews you know stuff can be overlooked you know they're in a hurry they got deadlines so little things like that can turn into major issues like that roof eventually those shingles could completely come off and allow the roof to leak so I think new home construction is just as important as an existing home that's been around Blake, what are some good general home maintenance tips for homeowners, things that are easy to take care of that you see keep coming up over and over again because maybe they've just neglected it? I want to just add one more thing to that, Blake, because I think you can answer it probably as this one as well and probably with the same answer. So you're going to go in and you're going to look for certain things. So back to that maintenance thing, are there certain things that before a seller gets their house on the market, they should do that won't draw your attention to it, if you will? Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like a prime example is if you, you know, let's say the fireplace hasn't been cleaned and you know that that's something you're going to say, hey, you know, are there things like that or you need to put uh, something, you know, check your windowsill to make sure that, you know, it's not rotted and you could repair it beforehand, those types of things. Yes, that's a great question. So we actually have a resource on our website for buyers. And what's your website? Sellers. It's npiweb.com forward slash Fort Wayne. There we go. And so that is a good question. Yes, the furnace filters, that's like the biggest thing. Change your furnace filter every six months. You know, if you know your house is going to be on the market, change it because I'm going to recommend changing your furnace filter if it's dirty. Well, that's a super easy thing. I want to jump in there real quick. And you're right. But what I've learned since we build a new house is they're going to those thicker furnace filters. So if you've got a thin one, it's three months. If you've got a thicker one, it's six months. Mm -hmm. And that was new to me when I moved in. Right, yeah. Yeah, because those thicker ones definitely hold a lot more. So if you're listening to this and you've got a very (laughs) thin, small furnace filter it's every 90 days so the three of you out there that are listening (laughs) (laughs) go check your furnace filter (laughs) sorry blake go ahead but yeah the chimney you know just have it swept you know as even as a safety concern if it's a true wood burning fireplace definitely have it cleaned annually there's i don't know keep your carpets clean get your carpets cleaned buyers see that and think like you know am i gonna have to replace the carpet that's not a major defect for the most part but but it's something you, know, you it's, won't bring to attention. You won't say no. I won't. But know, the, the buyer are, could cost, you know could possibly be concerned about that, you know, during their time walking through the house. Blake, what's it take to become a licensed home inspector? What qualifications? So you have to take a class, and 
depending on what class it is, it could last for weeks, months, and uh, you have to pass a national exam with a, it's at an 80% or higher or something like that. So, okay. How about this? What about, and we've, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, Yeah. the scope of your inspection, right? At what point do you hand it off to saying you probably need to talk to someone who's a licensed professional in this particular area? The biggest thing that I find myself handing off to a licensed professional would be like a foundation issue. You know, you see a, a larger crack in a basement wall or, you know, you see shifting in the concrete. That's or that weird one we had in Bern where they had random moisture in the middle of the that crawl space. Yeah, stuff like that. Like when you're not real sure what exactly the issue is, because I can't tell you oh the ground shifting or there's pressure pushing on the outside of the wall. Like a structural engineer should have to kind of look at that to mm-hmm. evaluate that because that's their expertise. Blake, let's say I've had you out to do my inspection. What's your turnaround? First of all, if I called you, are, are you a week out? Or are you 10 days out? How does that work? And then what's your turnaround? Do you send the report the very next day, that evening? And what does your report look like? So my time right now is about a week, that I'm a week out scheduling-wise. And my turnaround time is guaranteed within 24 hours of the report. And sometimes if I have a super early inspection that day it can be done you know i'll have that report to you by the end of the day sounds like your so. wife needs to get off her butt <laughs> <laughs> so blake just did an inspection for me and this is more for you and i his report like how it's formatted is great you can probably cut all this out but i'm just telling you this what's on my mind is that my new the yes. new system it is awesome yeah it's much better than the old like here's your pdf yeah like i can add video it's That's awesome like, like if the if i know the buyer's not going to be there for the walkthrough i can add like 30 second clips of like say there's a pipe leaking i can take a video of that pipe leaking and it's in that report and they can watch it you need to see it it's really cool it has um, like orange and red for everything that's issues you can snap right to it and yeah, it's all labeled very very nicely well, I think that's a very important thing for a buyer because getting a 60-page report could be very overwhelming. Yeah. And then not knowing what's really a major defect and what's not, you know, a missing light plate or switch plate isn't really a major defect and that's a like a 21 cent fix. Right. But it is nice to see on your report what is orange and red. Ugh. That sounds like our COVID. Orange and red, you know, what needs to stand out of what's really important. And I think sometimes with buyers, they get lost on this report because it's so, you know, large and it's very wordy and, you know, a lot of times it's overwhelming. So I think that's a really great plus for you, Blake, because a lot of times, you know, some inspectors will just give you a report and you, you have to just read through the whole thing trying to figure out what what is what yeah the our our new system you can read the full report or you can click on the summary which will give you anything that you know potentially needs fixed and then there's also general maintenance items that are broken down too it's like you said the the light plate cover and that's kind of a diy thing and that would be under the maintenance versus you know the furnace isn't working like that would be under the orange and then there's also a safety hazard section that's red that sounds incredible. So what are some things that are normal wear and tear that people sometimes get a little overly concerned about that maybe isn't that big of a deal, really? 
a lot of times people are looking at like the paint job it's like a poor finish or you know nail holes a lot of times they're concerned about stuff like that one that i've always see people concerned about is like splitting in the trim oh yeah where the caulk the the caulk's dried out and it's like the house moves right it's gonna settle a little bit that would be considered like routine maintenance as a homeowner you go around and check your caulk and your trim and your trim outside keep fresh paint outside and to caulk around your windows i think a lot that has a lot to do with our market right now because with the lack of inventory of homes and people are going to be paying above what they're asking i have worked with people who are expecting a older home to be a new home that there's very few flaws and they want it to be red letter perfect and you know that's just not going to happen in an older home so Mm. when they go through they do get concerned with you know a lot of the uh, you know smaller infractions of the home where you have to remember in the state of indiana we have a lot of freeze and thaw and then humidity so in your miter joints and things like that you're going to see that you are going to get some cracking in your drywall it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a foundation issue or a settlement issue because even with a new home they tell you we'll come back within a year because you have to go through all the seasons so there are just things that are you know trivial and then there's things that are really that mean something and that's why it's really important to have the inspector go through with you and say you know what this is something that's a you know something you can do on your own where and it's not a major defect we're going to look for the major defects major (laughs) yeah and i like that you mentioned the drywall cracking in the garage that happens nine times out of ten is what it seems like the garage ceiling or something like that and that's all the caulking is dried out just from the extreme temperature change of it being hot and cold all the time or they've put too much in the attic and it's ready to fall down (laughs) but yeah you're you're, i think there's just a lot of things you know one of the things blake people will say to me is okay the garage floor is cracked does that mean i have a cracked slab throughout the whole house you know how do you combat that that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's something, you know, depending on the size of the cracks is what it's based off of. My general rule of thumb is a quarter inch or more to have a structural engineer look at the concrete. Yeah, I've always been told if you can put a nickel in the crack, you better have somebody look at it. Yeah, so if it's a, you know, a a smaller crack that's obviously, you know, you you can't really feel any deviation in it. It's a pretty typical typical crack. You know, what are some things that for you that are kind of unique or funny stories that you've had. I know you've been doing it for super long, but I'm mm-hmm. sure you ran into some interesting things. Be careful. You don't want to be sued. <laughs> yeah. So the, I don't know, it's kind of, it's not really funny. It's kind of scary. I inspected a house and it actually had three automotive bottle jacks holding up the foundation Are and the center serious? of the house, the center of the house is being held up with three bottle jacks. And you're down in the crawl space looking at that. Uh, yeah. It was like a partial Holy basement, tomato. and then the crawl space area was being held up with bottle jacks. Whoa. And you could tell, like, the main floor, you walked, and the floor was sloped. So I'm like, okay, there's something going on in the basement. <laughs> yeah. And I go down there, and I see there's, yeah, three, like, I think they were, they were pretty big. They were, like, 20-ton bottle jacks, Jeez. but obviously not approved. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, with me being claustrophobic, I couldn't even get down in that crawl space. How long did you last in the crawl space once you saw that? Oh, I mean, I checked like the water heater and furnace and stuff, and then I went back up. But it was a, you know, something like that. 
that's an automatic okay like obviously you need to contact someone that's probably when you should send <laughs> your wife down there <laughs> right. yeah. honey, honey you're not you, working the books today right. get in there yeah i don't know <laughs> she'd be a little upset <laughs> i can tell he's already a good man because he said i don't know yeah already, yeah. yeah so uh blake what are some things that makes or make npi unique compared to other inspectors so we offer a free six-month warranty as like a part of our inspection what does that mean exactly so anything that i would say is acceptable or you know there's no issues with it say the even the furnace or any appliances or the walls any any component that i check i say is is perfectly fine during the inspection and then within that six-month period there's an issue with it our warranty will cover that does that cost extra no that is free that's included in your price yeah that's included in my price does the homeowner have to pay for like a trip charge or anything to have that because like a regular home warranty you gotta pay like 70 bucks or something for like a trip charge does that apply to no, this one? there's no charge whatsoever no. so they would just call you and then you would take care of it from there yep so yep. you check the dishwasher. I don't know if we could really say appliances because a lot of times we try to say that they're not warranted, but let's say you checked the water line to the refrigerator and then the water line burst and it damaged all the flooring and you know behind the refrigerator and it seeped out in front of it. How would something like that work, Blake? Yeah, that's... Thanks a lot, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have a warranty team that the buyer would contact at that point and discuss the warranty with them over over something like that because if i missed it obviously you know it's my fault but if something like that that's not you know not necessarily missed that just would have to became be became faulty right yeah that's just so the warranty is for things you've missed so like let's say the roof... or things that he deemed that they're okay but they actually end up being defective within that six month period correct yeah and like the fridge water line isn't something you know we that don't pull you really the fridge check, out yeah. i know <laughs> yeah uh, i'll give you another so, let's say you missed that there was a missing shingle on the roof oh yeah that's absolutely covered and so then yeah. are they have some water come in the ceiling or something happens and then they contact you and say hey there's a missing shingle and it, what if there really wasn't a missing yeah. shingle? This opens up. So a obviously, if there's like we, you know, there's a clause in there with extreme weather. We can't predict, you know, damage on the outside of the home. Like you said, like there could be a tornado, you know, and then that rips the whole roof off. That obviously okay. doesn't fall on us as the inspector. So let's say you're there, sink doesn't leak. Three weeks later, sink leaks. Is that a little but, more simple? Yeah. Okay, thank I you. Would, yeah. <laughs> Years are because, like... you know, this there could have been a, a bad seal that I didn't see or something like that. And yeah, that would be that okay. would be something that's covered under our warranty. But no, those are good questions. That's a legitimate concern. I loved how much detail you gave with the water line in the fridge. Like you just kept adding layer after layer. And Blake's going, uh yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, that's good stuff. But we didn't finish. What sets you apart from all the other inspectors? So we... Why should they call Blake? Oh, so we educate and build relationships. We don't just... You don't just call us to do a job for you. Like, we want a, a working relationship with you. And we want that to last. Like, we, you know, want to provide value and make sure you're confident in, like, your investment that you're making. It's not just a, oh, that's my inspector. You know, he did his job and now he's gone. Like, 
if you have any questions, call us. Like we, we want, you know, open relationship with all of our clients or agents, whoever we're working with. And I'll testify to that. I think Blake has done a good job so far for me and my clients. I've used Blake quite a bit here recently. I think he does a good job. And I love the six-month warranty. I mean, how do you, how do you beat that? Well, the report in itself sounds easy to navigate through. Because mm-hmm. even as a, a real estate professional, sometimes it's hard to navigate through those reports. And then if the inspector hasn't explained it properly, and then you're trying to explain the report, it makes it very difficult when you have to read through the whole thing and you don't know what some of these terms mean and you're going back and forth and you're having to call them and it's just, it can be a nightmare at, at some times and some points. Yep. Yeah, so the, sure, so as, yeah. An, as a real estate agent, you can just click on the summary and it will just show you the major defects that you're most likely concerned about versus having to search through the whole report and highlight and write that down well what I do this is what sets me apart from other real estate agents is I do read through the whole report if I can't be there for the summary that you're talking about when the buyer comes I do that too I read through it all I want to know everything yeah I want to know everything because if for some reason I wasn't able to make that summary meeting I want to be able to know firsthandedly what's happening but that is a good point that you know when you are making a the inspection response form that you do have that so handily so quickly available (laughs) (laughs) see we don't know what we're doing no no, but i I mean it shows you guys care though you know like it you know you're taking your time right now to do this and educate people and you talk about how you read the whole report like that shows that shows a lot we try we act like we know what we're doing blake no hey that's you know at least i do a lot I know, I know she does too. I'll slip you five bucks in a minute for saying that, Blake. <laughs> I think we're pretty much done. Blake, do you want to kind of tell everybody again how to reach you, what phone number, website? Right. I'm Blake Evans with National Property Inspections. Our website is npiweb.com forward slash Fort Wayne. And our phone number is 260-705-9835. This is... Tyler Morningstar. You can reach me at 260-433-5385. And we have an email for this podcast. Again, I have to keep putting it out there. Maybe we'll get a email. Sellingfwpodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, real estate related, anything that pertains to the community that you think would be interesting, please share it with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And you can also tell us how bad we are at this. (laughs) This is Carrie Morningstar. I'm at 260-410-8294. And again, I know you're finding these podcasts so interesting, the four of you that are listening. Please share it so we can get up to six. We might be giving a giveaway if we can get to ten. Ooh, so that's a good idea. Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway. All right. Hey, this Blake, has been Blake, thank you. Yep, thank you, guys. I really appreciate your time. Even being a seasoned real estate agent, every time we have a guest... I'm learning something new. So if I'm learning something new, that's why you need to have a professional. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening. Yep. Bye.